Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dark Asylum podcast, the only place you need to be for pro wrestling, entertainment, variety news, everything you could possibly want in one place. And we come from the land of ice and snow. I am the chosen one, Zach Winters, here with Darkness. How's it going, everybody? Uh, Big Vicious once again has uh, died from cancer of the ass and mouth. It's weird how that happens. And he won't be here with us today. So we're going to start to gradually turn this into the uh, Wonderfully Dark podcast. I yeah, think we're just, if you uh, miss like. Him out. Yeah, if you miss like three in a row, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. You're done, man. But all right. So, you know, good luck, V, and whatever you're dealing with but you know we don't even know so can't say dealing with dealing with <laughs> dealing with butthole cancer well you know if he'd stop smoking through that end then he wouldn't have a problem <laughs> his thought process with it is it goes in through the lungs so he has this weird ability to um like suck in air through his ass like how those professional farters do yeah and so that's how he's been getting his nicotine lately and you no know, that's how he got bonus orders thrown at his gaping asshole in the <laughs> locker room that's how he'd make his side money when he was wrestling that's how, that's how i get us booked places yeah i mean people book the freak show they want some kind of freakish fucking i'm that's like what you, you get, get like you get the the wrestling out of me in darkness but from big vicious you get this nice big gaping asshole which he can fit a fist into yeah so on this week's edition of Big V's story, are they true or fiction? <laughs> well, we didn't even rehearse any of this, so you know it's <laughs> it just shit. It just came to us. <laughs> but all right, well, we'll get on with the show, I guess, Another... since we got no V. Um How are you dealing with the the ice and snow, by the way, out there on the coast ish? Um in, in this area so uh for people i i guess it's pretty much of a nationwide thing it's uh kind of just been snowing everywhere now um on my side of the mountain um it's the land of rain and wetness so i don't have any snow anymore oh well that's pretty good i uh we had ice storms here so my house is up on top of this gigantic fucking hill and when it snows or ice is over you're stuck you're stuck at the house so the first night that it got really bad, um, it snowed, and then the ice came and started freezing everything, and my wife started freaking out. My wife, because my wife. The, we have these two huge pine trees in our backyard that are probably like, 40, 50, I don't know how fucking tall they are. They're huge, and you could see them from like the freeway and everything, and they're like, oh, that's where we live. Look at the giant fucking trees. So she, she kept nagging me to get an arborist to come over and look at these trees because she's paranoid that they're going to break in a windstorm and fall on the house and kill us and you know all that good stuff so the whole night she's freaking out that these trees are going to collect enough ice and a wind's going to come and knock them over and kill us <laughs> so yeah like uh, the same thing kind of the same thing happened in our uh, apartment complex where just trees everywhere and apparent and we have like the biggest tree right by my apartment and uh, my wife is terrified that that fucker is going to uproot. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm dealing with that. And at about, 
six o'clock, the power goes out. <laughs> so <laughs> we're like, oh shit, what do we do? Uh, so luckily I keep this little heater in my office and my studio in the, whatever the fuck you want to call it. The one room of the house that I it can call my own. I have it in there because <laughs> my wife has the fucking heat turned way down. So it gets to like 65 and I'm like, nope, I'm going to my office. Fuck this. But there was enough residual heat in this little room that we're like, all right, we'll go in there and we'll just camp out in my office and keep warm. So we grabbed the cat, my wife and I sat here and we just, you know, she got up on the on the little love seat and she's reading books and I'm just laying here and reading my Kindle because it's got a light on. Aww. We're just all huddled together with a fucking oil lamp trying to stay warm because well, it started dropping the temperature pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, it got fucking cold. Not like um, uh, I was looking at. Uh, I got I got some friends from like the Midwest and they're getting down to like negative seven and shit. Yeah, my sister lives in Denver and it was negative. Yeah, negative seven, but she wasn't getting snow, so it was just really cold. Oh, good. Just but, the misery without any of the fun stuff. Yeah, but so like that night, first night, we're laying here and it's just like we're watching the thermostat just drop, and we're like, oh shit, man, because <laughs> it's got a battery in the thermostat, but you can't control the <laughs> fucking thing. It's just telling you that you're slowly going to die. You know, <laughs> it's. But now we're huddled in here, and then the ice starts hitting the roof, and you know she's freaking out. And so the well, power came lucky, on because you have that thick layer of fur to help protect you. Yeah, it keeps me warm. So you know my pelt. But <laughs> um, about eight o'clock, I got my bear skin. Yeah, about eight o'clock, the power comes back on. So we're like, all right, cool. Uh, the heat starts coming back, and everything. So my wife had gotten me so paranoid that this fucking tree was gonna fall on the house. Night, I'm laying in a dead sleep, and I heard a noise, and I screamed out like a night terror. We're all gonna fucking die! <laughs> and my wife, like, she kind of wakes up, looks at me, and just fucking turns over and grunts. She's like, ugh, and just, and I wake up like in a panic, like in a fucking, you know, like somebody's stabbing me in my dreams, or you know, I like wake up just freaking out because there was some kind of noise or something outside. And she had got me so riled up with this fucking tree thing that I had a night terror and just fucking like, like you see in the movies, just from a dead sleep, just wake up screaming. But so, ah! I was like, we're all going to fucking die. And that's literally what I said. And I just, and I stood there and I was like, ah, ah, ah. okay, fuck it. And I just went back. But yeah, that was the fun that I've dealt with. And then today I was shoveling a fucking drive with a plastic snow shovel. And uh, yeah, good stuff. I uh, Valentine's Day, I walked four miles in the snow, uphill. Uphill, both ways. Well, well one way, but <laughs> but yeah, to go get flowers for her for Valentine's Day. So Aww. got me some brownie points on that one. But yeah, that's been my week, so... Yeah, I like that there's snow, but I don't like having to deal with it for the most part. Yeah, I I had to cancel a uh, road trip because it's it's snow. Yeah, going and I can't. Go. Uh, I didn't go and I I didn't go into work because we are having a, our Valentine's Day crew or not crew uh, crowd still come in, and I was kind of jealous because all my friends 
uh, got to stay at the luxury resort that I work at for two days while I was still stuck at home. All your friends? Well, you know, excluding you. Fucking V. He made it all the way out there? That's... Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, um, I just... I can't so, imagine fucking getting anywhere in this weather. Yeah, I had, to, I had to hear about how awesome that was, and, you know, from from their perspective. And then I just kind of... I, I, I think I just, like, burnt myself out on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Hmm. I don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> You're just done. Did you get the, the Thor hammer or armor or whatever the hell was in there? I did get the Thor armor. Nice. Okay. I got that. And uh, I did the Asgard and Jotunheim missions. And that's right around the time I was just like, you know what? I think I'm done. Because I have this little, little thing inside my fucking dumb mind that when I see the little dots that just go over the, the, over the map, I have to do all of that. Yeah, it's like almost OCD. Yeah. <laughs> I need and that so 100%. Like, and so, like, I clear off the first, like, third of the map, and then I just, like, it clicks in my head where I'm just like, oh, fuck, there's, like, so much more of this map. And I uh, did the uh, the big, uh, what, the, the, the outlooks, and then more little dots pop up. Yeah. So that's right around. I was just like, all right, I think I've had enough of this for now. Uh, I played a bunch of Little Nightmares 2, which is fun. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw it was for sale somewhere. I was. Did I bought the first one? No, I don't think I did. I it's just remember I seeing them. So I actually picked up, I, I conferred with you before my purchase. I had yes. some kind of, there was an Xbox sale. I think it was like the fall solstice or whatever the fuck they call it but there was like six or seven games that i wanted and uh i asked you i'm like is red dead redemption worth 26 dollars and you're like yes fucking get it yes you won't regret yeah like all right i didn't mean to spend too much so i was like all right i got red dead redemption 2 finally i'm like the last fucking yeah. person to play and get it i got the castlevania collection and like i was telling you i still after 30 years it's been fucking 30. I still die in all the same fucking places. Like my skills have not grown as a game player since I was, since the game came out in 86. So, um, no, I think that happens to all of us. Cause there's still some, like I, I picked up, uh, what was it? I picked up the mini super Nintendo and I can't remember which game it was, but there was a certain level that, Oh, it was actually donkey Kong country. Oh shit. <laughs> there's one level and I can't remember where it was now that just always kicked my ass and I could never complete that fucking game. Yeah. It's amazing. You, you know, you take a break from a game and some, most of the time you come back and beat something. What the hell? You're exploding. Did that tree finally fall? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> I feel like a cat was in here. She just like <laughs> knocking shit over as she looks at me. She's like, hey, fuck you. It just knocks it down. What are you going to do about it, bitch? Yeah, you're live on air. Fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it, like certain games you can take a break from and then go right back to and beat whatever was giving you a hard time. But then there's those ones that stick with you forever. You just, same fucking things kill you every time. So, <laughs> but, so I got that. I got uh strider it was like three dollars it was actually a really Strider's good game good. yeah I like that 
um, and Dead Rising 4 and Darkness 2. So Those are the only two on that list too that I really didn't care for. I got the first Darkness and I liked it and it's kind of cool. It's a different type of first person. But so yeah, cool you could use the... the name off of it. No, no, actually. So I, that was my nickname in high school and that game wasn't out before then. So fuck you. But anyway, yeah, but Dead Risings are always fun as long as you don't have a fucking timer the whole game and it's making you rush to do shit. So I, I like the first one was fun except for that timer. Um, three was the one I can see where you're in the little city. I think but, two was my favorite. The one in Vegas? The one in, yeah, the one in like not Vegas. Oh, well, yeah, the one in the casino area. <laughs> But, oh, it's not Vegas, but it's totally Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing game-wise. Pretty good sale. Picked up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's all I've been dealing with. I've been uh, shooting bandits and robbing trains and shit. So. Yeah, man. It's pretty yeah, good. I, yeah, like when you you told me, hey, is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 worth this much? Fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought the first one. And I bought like <laughs> Ultimate Edition with the zombies and all that shit, and it was fun. But like people that. are saying that this one's like so long, and there's so much into it, and I'm just that, yeah, there's that. That one's definitely gonna keep you busy for a while. Yeah. So I have the Cyberpunk. I'm just gonna let it go until they get all their shit together. That and was my plan. Yeah, but. I mean, we may get a different version of Cyberpunk, not from CD Projekt Red, if you've been oh, yeah. seeing the news on that one. There's a segue. Oh, yeah. Like we're <laughs> like we're professional podcasters and shit. Yeah. So um, the, uh, the story is some hacker got a hold of the source code for not only Cyberpunk, but Witcher. And there was another game of theirs that they had. What was it? Was it? I thought it was just those two. I had Witcher. They had like Gwent. <laughs> like they just got in there and took whatever they could. So, and then they held it ransom, and they're like, "Pay us this amount of money, or you will be pwned, or some shit like that." They left them a ransom note, and CD Projekt Red didn't pay because either they don't have the money after all the shit they're going through, or they're like, "We don't negotiate with terrorists," and they fucking sold it on the dark web, out of auction. Well the sort of shitty part about that is like if it was just a company getting their source codes source code stolen i could laugh about it but i guess there's like personal information of like the developers yeah that kind of stuff's not that cool. got sold to like, uh, so, so some random no-name kid just got his fucking personal information sold to who knows yeah yeah it's interesting, though, because, I mean, from what I hear, they're not going to re-release the source code or anything like that. Someone just bought it to have it. Um, okay. Well, I mean, why? So you can play the, the legit version of Cyberpunk that they showed us previews for and then didn't release? Or, I mean, what the fuck are they going to do with that? I don't know. He's like, hey, motherfuckers, I'm posting to fucking Twitch. I got a flying cars. Oh, you dick. <laughs> you got the code for the flying cars. You know, laser pistols, motherfucker. Oh, you know. 
Here's this big boob lady with a penis. <laughs> Dance. Look, I'm throwing down my creds. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, that's kind of crazy. I mean, like an old school Project Swordfish type of fucking heist on the <laughs> They yeah. sold the information. So, that's interesting. I mean, that's the most interesting news that's come out of Cyberpunk <laughs> since the release. But still can't play it, so, you know. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, you could play it. It's just kind of eh. Yeah, I mean, it's not what they promised, and everything no. that they've tried to give you just ruins it more. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take yep. a break. <laughs> I'm gonna just uh, set this down for now. Yeah. I'm never gonna pre-order again. I don't care what kind of fucking plastic toy they guarantee me. I'm not gonna get the get the collector's edition. Toys. Well. We won't get into that, but okay. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. I'm, no, I'll get. I'll get into it on my end. I have. I. I had to. I had to stop getting special editions of shit because I just don't have the room for it anymore. I mean, yeah. at least you have like a dedicated room you could put all your plastic toys and shit. I don't anymore. <laughs> right out of space. I'm like, I. I promised myself I would stop buying Funko Pops when like the wall space got full for yep. the area that I keep the Funko Pops. And then they start releasing more that I want. And I'm just like, you sons of bitches. What am I going to do now? I've resorted to selling mine. Oh, really? The ones to make up some extra space? Yeah, I sold like, shit, I've made like 400 bucks off of it so far. Yeah, I, I went as far as to getting the app so that I can track them like stocks. <laughs> it shows me what they're fucking worth. I'm just like, yeah, one of these days I'll show you, wife. Kept telling me no. <laughs> but I know I know people get a lot of shit for Funko Pops and it's kind of like, oh, it's kitty shit. Blah, blah. But what other company do you know that carries so many licenses for things that you like mm -hmm. that you can have them all uniform? And, you know, I got fucking Joey Ramone sitting next to Vampire David from the Lost Boys right next to fucking Beverly Hills Cop. And, you know, it's just fucking oh, Beverly Hills Cop. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know exactly who I'm in. Don't be racist. Oh, oh, OK. I got Tyler Durden. I got Back to the Future. I got The Fiend. I got Han Solo and Carbonite. I got John Wick. I mean, there's so many fucking ips that they have yep. and they look cool just all uniform on a shelf somewhere so i blame my I... nieces because we went to that fucking factory store in washington and they got <laughs> me started uh yeah i had i mine started spilling out into the living room and then that's when i kind of got cut off from them yeah i got 89 batman and vampire batman how fucking cool is that and then they start giving them gimmicks where, like, they'll fucking glow in the dark. Or yep. I have, I, I got the John Cena that's clear because you can't see John <laughs> Cena. I was like, that's just too fucking perfect. I have to get that it's shit. It's an empty box. <laughs> no, no. It, it's like the clear see-through. You can see it. It looks no, like. But, yeah. <laughs> it's Invisible Woman, I swear. There's nothing in here, you fucker. Yeah, I can see that, too. I kind of regret selling it now, but I had the... Uh... Uh, the most expensive one that I sold this I sold it a while ago for like five hundred bucks. It was uh, Pink Tights CM Punk. Oh really? Yeah, that one was, was a like big right, one, huh? That one was a very because 
it was right after CM Punk left. And then um, I guess the pink one was like really rare for some reason. Mm-hmm. But at the time I sold it for 500 bucks. And then now it's worth like 1500. Shit. Yeah, I'm kicking myself with that one. See, funnily, funny, funny enough, my uh, Vampire David and my Fiend are probably the two most expensive ones. They're only like 50. Yeah. Um, oh, and my, my Back to the Future Marty is some kind of con exclusive. My, uh, I had the big six inch uh, Attack on Titan ones. Those ones sold for about 150 each uh the one that kind of shocked me that is my most expensive one now is my tony montana that's uh 200 bucks hmm damn see i i get into trouble too because i pre-order them off of amazon yep. especially if they're amazon exclusives <laughs> so all of a sudden like i'll get an email congratulations on your purchase or whatever the hell it is you've made a purchase or i'm like what what the someone hacked my shit Yep. I jump on there and they, they finally send me these pops that I like pre-ordered a year that's ago. That's why I hate pre-ordering off of fucking Amazon because the exact same thing happened to me. And it was my uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia pops. Yeah. And then suddenly I get uh, emails or I get, my uh, phone notifies me every time there's a purchase. I'm like, who the fuck put 40 bucks on my fucking Amazon account? Yep. And then I look and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot oh. I pre-ordered these fucking three years ago. <laughs> I I have pre-ordered. I just got Boneyard Undertaker because I mean it's his last match Undertaker, so I, that's the only Undertaker that I have. Uh, it was Amazon exclusive, and then I have uh, Starlight from The Boys, which is an Amazon exclusive that hasn't even come out yet. And uh, Cara yeah. Dune, I got Cara Dune coming to me. Hopefully, fingers crossed, because I did pre-order it when it was still legit. So hopefully, it's still coming out after. All that shit just went down. Right now, I basically just have all the uh, all the boys ones that are coming out, which is like uh, Butcher, Starlight, two Homelanders. <laughs> two? <laughs> you like him that much? I do. I do like him. Yeah. I just I don't know why. Like maybe it's my inert hatred of Superman, but anytime they have like a Superman character who's just complete shithead, I totally love. <laughs> I enjoy Homelander a lot more on the show than I did in the comics. Really? I think the, the actor that's portraying him is just, he fucking nailed it with that smug kind of asshole. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do enjoy the Homelander from the show the a lot more. Thing, the only thing that really bugs me about the show Homelander is how, like, obviously fake the muscles are. Suit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they... They put like <laughs> the '89 Batman had the abs <laughs> put onto the. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> I'll poke him, and he'll be really soft and squishy. Yeah, yeah. but so those are my my Funko pops. I mean, I have a, a, my own room, and none of it is that allowed was... out of the room, so that I can get whatever I want <laughs> to stay in the room. <laughs> it's. I had a a Night Run Street poster. Like McFarlane made these 3D posters of certain movies, and I had, the, I have Nightmare on Elm Street, but I had gotten it back from my dad because I originally bought it for him, and he's like, "Oh, we have no place for this. You want it back?" I was like, "Okay." So I took it, and there was a nail in the wall, like 
real fucking high up on the wall. And I put it on the wall out in the living room or in the, the living room area where my wife couldn't reach it. <laughs> so she was <laughs> she was so pissed that like my stuff had come out of the room and, and impeded on her area. And it stayed there for, I don't know, like three months. And then her dad came over and her dad's like, I think he actually might be taller than I am. <laughs> he reached up and grabbed it when I was at work <laughs> and he took it off the wall for it. I was like, oh, curse you. But yeah, that was the thing. She hated going down the stairs because there's a Nightmare on Elm Street poster right there. <laughs> that's, so. uh, my, I, that's how my wife felt. I got a, uh, I posted on Facebook a Junji Ito. Somebody did a painting, uh, Uzumaki painting, and I put, I got it and I put it up on my wall. And where it is is like right in front of our bed. So if you just like open your eyes and if you're laying down my bed, open your eyes and look down, there's this horrible painting or not horrible. It's a really good painting, horrifying painting where this woman with a fucking hole drilled in her fucking head. Yeah, I saw it. I saw that on, on Facebook. That was... <laughs> you have it in your bedroom. Okay. Maybe not a good idea, but it's not a bad print. I mean, it looks awesome, but it could be nightmare well, got... fuel for <laughs> Well, I, she kind of got me back because, like, for Valentine's Day, I was able to score her a. She's a su- huge uh, supernatural fan. Yeah, I think okay. we've we've, talked we've about established this many times. that in the show. <laughs> we've established how how much wetter uh, Jensen Eccles makes her than I do. Um, but I got uh, Jensen Eccles, Jeffrey Dean, Jeffrey Morgan. What yeah. the fuck's his name? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Negan, I got him and the guy who plays Sam to autograph the uh, script of the pilot. Oh shit! And then yeah, and then got it sent over here, and then she thought she was funny, and then she put it on my wall of uh, comics I have slabbed and collected. <laughs> so it, Jensen Eccles, Jared Pelvicki, yes. and and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, right? So it's the family. Yes. Winchesters. Yeah, it's the whole. Yeah, it's the whole family. That's cool. I, that would I be something get, I'd be interested in. I wanted to get. Uh, they did like a digital event a while ago, and that I was able to get it off from then where they did. Uh, they did signings and shit. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get the guy who plays uh, Castiel because that's the only character I really like off that show. Yeah, I like, I like Castiel, and I like, um, Bobby. I like Bobby. Everybody He's pretty cool. Bobby. Yeah, but Castiel's great too. <laughs> but he just wasn't signing or what? No, he just wasn't at that like digital event I was at. Ah, okay. So do you do you collect autographs like normally or? Uh, not really. Like I don't. Besides like signatures on my comics, I have a. Uh, uh, Jason David Frank on a copy of Power Rangers comic slabbed on my wall. Um, of course, I have Tommy Wiseau, his <laughs> autograph, and then I have the the supernatural autographs. Oh, and I have Ron Jeremy's autographs, but uh, that one's less cool now. <laughs> no, I, I used to be an autograph hound for a while, and probably the coolest one that I have is Christopher Lee. So that's uh, like mm. my my biggest like oh shit I got Christopher Lee, and then Al Lewis played grandpa on the monsters but But my first one was actually kind of cool because it was uh it was at san diego comic-con years ago 
It's fucking the first celebrity autograph that I ever got in person. It was fucking Bruce Campbell. <laughs> he, he was such a <laughs> dick, and it was like perfect really? Bruce Campbell. But it it was him. It, he wasn't. Oh, it wasn't mean spirit. It was just him. You know, like it, this was back when there was no digital cameras on your phone and shit. So I had those shitty little Instamatic Kodak ones. <laughs> and I'm like, I had my buddy take a picture, and he's like, "Come on, what the god." get your shit together, man. And this is Bruce Campbell, like dressing me down at a fucking comic con. I was like, I'm sorry. Exactly <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was pretty cool. And then I went right over to Elva. Fucking froze up like a preteen boy. And she's like, Oh, uh, did you want to say anything? No, uh, <laughs> it was, it was pretty close, <laughs> but yeah. So I was a big autograph hound for a while there. So. I had, I, and I don't know what happened to it, and I'm really bummed, but I had a copy of Punisher Max that was signed by Garth Ennis. Oh, that would have been fucking awesome. And I have no idea where the hell it went. It just disappeared into the fucking ether. Ugh. Damn. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. I uh, love the Comic-Cons for that shit. I, I yes. witnessed firsthand Sad Virgil, so <laughs> he was <laughs> sitting at a booth by himself, just on his cell phone. Nobody was around. Well, I felt kind of bad. I think, <laughs> I think now it's almost kind of, it's kind of expected. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Because that, that motherfucker will just set up in, like, subway stations and shit now. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you have to pay for those spaces if you're a celebrity. I mean, some of them you're on as a guest, like a company will sponsor you. But, yeah, fucking Virgil's just sitting in a corner of the, like, on the on the floor. And I'm just, wow, that's kind of sad. And there's no one else around him. Like, he was just kind of off in this back corner. It was really weird. So that you have these you... big, long lines for all these other people. And then Virgil's just sitting there. Did you ever see that uh, there's a video on YouTube where Scott Hall just like stumbles across Virgil at a wrestling convention and just like spends five to ten minutes just shitting all over him right to his stupid fucking face? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. I seen when Ultimate, um, no, is it Sheik went up to Ultimate Warrior? I saw that one. Yes. Yeah. yeah one. No, this one is, they're at a wrestling, like. Virgil's laughing along too, but you could tell he's like slowly dying inside because Scott Hall's calling him out on fucking. And this is clean Scott Hall too, so he's like on top of it. Uh, he's just like, oh yeah, look at all these pictures, and you never you notice that there's never any pictures of Virgil alone. He's always with somebody because the <laughs> Virgil alone pictures won't sell. Oh hey, here's the fucking Virgil figure. But you might not know it's Virgil because it's standing up. So if I lay it on its back like this, everybody will know it's Virgil. <laughs> oh, shit. For five fucking minutes, and it's hilarious. Uh, well, they're both NWO members, so, you know. That's when you know shit's going downhill for your stable when you let Virgil in. <laughs> you think he's open for the freak show? Yeah, actually, we could probably get him. Uh... <laughs> we could... <laughs> That's the, fucking, the that's newest the member. <laughs> yeah. We could totally get him right now. You're the newest member of the freak show, Virgil. Yeah, I, it would work too. We'd totally fucking get over more. I just want 
like I don't want him to do anything. I just want him to stand there and glower at everybody. With his arms crossed in his chest, just staring yeah. at people. Yeah, perfect. That's Virgil, all you gotta if you're do. Listening to this, just have fucking. Hold of us. <laughs> yeah, just have Paul fucking berate him. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the only person Paul can fucking mouth off to and get away with. <laughs> it's like, shit. That He's would be awesome. Who's this little fucking garden gnome yelling at me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, yeah. But cons and autographs. Bullshit. But... Oh, man. And Funko Corner? We are, Funko we are Corner. blazing through this. Look at all this shit we get through. It's only been 30 minutes. This is what happens when V's not here. Oh, man. Getting up a lung and talking us, about... Holding us down. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to listen and get depressed. <laughs> we don't know what he's going through right now. He's going to be like, oh, my friends, I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to listen because I miss my friends, and it's just an hour and a half of us shitting on him. <laughs> oh, that's fucking terrible. It's all Zach. I didn't do it, V. Oh, v, I love you, and you know it. <laughs> but I, do you want to jump into the big news this week? What's With the big news this week? Gina Carano is no longer part of the Mandalorian. Oh yeah. So um we'll try to tread I, around politics as lightly as possible, but No, 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 no. I don't fuck that. I kind of see why it wasn't cool what she did. Okay. I I, <laughs> I uh I don't think it's cool what Disney's doing by allowing certain people to do the same exact fucking thing and Who? Fucking Pedro Pascal. He did the same shit, you know? Yeah, he posted that thing about um, Germany in 1940s, and then he did America 2000. And those kids weren't even from the fucking America. And then they showed the real picture, and then they showed... So it's like, Jesus, dude, come on. Like, okay, we are nowhere near the status of any of them, but we're still celebrities. We're still, you know... To an extent, but if I went to the back or if I went to sell my shit at the at the the merch booth and started ranting and raving about anything political, it's like who the fuck am I? You know, I I keep my shit to myself. Basically, is what really I'm saying. Enough, that's what the fans say about you too. Yeah, I keep my shit to myself. Or no, who am I? Guy, <laughs> yeah, does this guy hang out with Zach and Big Vicious? Yeah, yeah, sure, but. <laughs> It's just, okay, you get a platform and don't force your shit on people. Bar none, just let everybody across the board. I'm not saying one side's right or the other's wrong or anything like that. Just shut the fuck up. Celebrity, enjoy it. Say, promote your shit and fucking move on, you know? What did did the guys in the, like... Like, what did the guys in the 90s always talk about? Don't fucking talk about religion or politics. The thing is, everybody... Everybody has instant access to everybody, and everybody could just word vomit online right now. And then this kind of shit happens, and they get shocked about it. Oh, I didn't know you could compare our political party to the fucking Holocaust and not get away with it. Uh, see, that's another thing. That's not how it was intended, but that's the way it got spun real fucking quick because of who she is and the problems that she's had with people in the past. You know, it's like. Pedro Pascal, if he'd had problems with certain groupings or certain 
mindsets. And he'd have posted what he posted. They could have gone off and been like, oh, he thinks that America is like the Holocaust. Oh, oh. And then, you know, it's the same kind of situation. But you, she's got a different mindset or she's got wrong or she's on the right or she's on, you know, it's just that. And then it, it, it still, it's been a problem with her multiple times. And I think Disney just got tired of it because this isn't the first time she's done or said shit like that. See, that's the thing too. It's like people spin what she's doing into whatever they negative thing that they want to say. And it's, she's just being bullied. Like I see it as her being bullied. I know some people are like, oh, she's a transphobe. It's like, no, she didn't want to be bullied into putting her fucking pronouns in her in her bio. And that's her right. So who the fuck cares with him, her, Zig Zert? If you want to do it, do it. But you shouldn't be bullied into having to do it because some grouping of people thinks that's the way it should be. Well, my thought process of that is if, like... She didn't have to be a shithead about it because she was being a shithead about it. And she didn't have to put on what she about the trans thing. She didn't have to put her pronouns up like the way she did. She could have just not done it. Yeah. I mean, she she is getting harassed and bullied by these people. So she puts up beep, bop, boop as her pronouns and they fucking go nuclear on her. Now, people are taking it and running in whatever direction they want to with it. So all of a sudden, she's in the crosshairs for anything she fucking does. I mean, I have seen Fire Gina Carano trending for the last fucking year. And, you know, it's just, it's tired of it. That's why I'm hardly ever on my Facebook. I'll jump on there. I'll, you know, promote the, the, the podcast or whatever. I'll interact with a couple people I know. And then that's it. I'm out. You know, it's just, it's gotten insane. And it costs somebody that... I enjoyed seeing in the Mandalorian their job now, so I don't know. And then now there's rumors coming out that Pedro Pascal's out of the the Mandalorian, just like on his own. So what the fuck's going to happen with this show now that we used to cover on a weekly basis? (laughs) I don't know. I think because this isn't the first time that Pedro Pascal's been like, I'm out of the Mandalorian now. Yeah, it. He was bitching and complaining about his face not being shown enough. They That was mid-season. You notice that the second half of the season, he's taking his helmet off like at the drop of a hat. Like he's got a he's got a hair in his eye, so he takes the helmet off and just kind of brushes it away and then puts the helmet back on. You know, shit like that. It's yeah. just, you know. And they're kind of making it so it fits what's going on. But you can tell that it's because he had his request, you know. So well, yeah, knowing knowing what we know, it's because he asked for it, and I'm still not seeing his ugly ass on any fucking t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, but uh, he's gonna be Joel now in uh, the uh, Last of Us. So I mean, that's gonna be his face the whole time until until next the second season. <laughs> my, my favorite thing I saw coming out of that is that how is this man? in three different roles that require him that maybe he should wear a helmet. (laughs) Yeah, this is true. I mean, it's like, that's going to like his head exploding is going to be the new, uh, Sean Bean always dies. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, just getting domed is gonna. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the new thing, you know. Pedro Pascal can't keep his head. <laughs> A fucking worst Highlander ever. God. <laughs> He's in Highlander for three seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just falls off. <laughs> but. Yeah, so I guess there's a lot of shit going on. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to think with this Gina Carano thing. But yeah. it it the news just happened to hit right before their big uh, stockholders meeting, and then cancel Disney Plus starts trending, and then yeah, I don't know. It's all kinds of crazy shit online. So I'm not canceling Disney Plus. Yeah, because I mean they're still one of it. There's still WandaVision, then there's Captain uh, Fal- Falcon, Falcon and uh, Winter yeah. Soldier, and, you know. and then there's What If. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get my Marvel fix. And uh, to go back to last week's episode and apologize once again, there's no fucking uh, the fuck was it called? Ex- not Eternals. I was gonna say yeah. external or yeah, Eternals. Uh, there's no fucking Eternals. They yeah, they still had it posted as in his February, so I was like, okay. And then that was all three of us dropping the ball on that one. <clears throat> yeah, but I was the only one had to go back and film an apology. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 don't play the victim on this one. You're no, the one with the login code. It was you're me. The one... <laughs> I was and plus, bullied. You're the one. <laughs> we got bullied into it, yeah. even though it was just you. Yeah. They threatened to cancel us. <laughs> oh man! If that's if that's the thing they threatened to cancel us over, I'm I think we're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could still have careers afterward, I guess. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Eternals. There was still a lot of big places that you know that had that release date that either they fucking forgot that it existed and never changed it, or. They just didn't bother or whatever. But. I, I'm, I'm fairly certain is they just didn't bother because <laughs> right now everybody's looking at the the WandaVision, the uh, Falcon show, and then Black Widow. Everybody's just focusing on those. Yeah. So I'm more excited for Shang-Chi than I am for fucking Eternals. But I want, Hold on. Uh, keep it on topic because we're professional and there's a segue of people getting fired from shows. Did you see that uh, Bam Margera has been cut from Jackass 4? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bam Margera, what was it for substance abuse is what they're calling it? Yeah, like, so with three, because we all know uh, Steve-O has been like clean for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the rule on Jackass 3 was like, don't drink around steve-o that's just it we don't want to tempt him we don't want him going back down there don't drink around steve-o okay it went off without a hitch and then bam goes to jackass four and he's high all the time he's drinking in like in front of steve-o and they're just like dude we can't have this anymore yeah um i (laughs) i'm a big fan i was a big fan of all that kind of like cky and jackass and viva la bam and all that stuff when it was going i was a big fan of it but it wasn't for bam it was for brandon and it was for uh the fuck's the other guy ryan brian and ryan and and brian DiCamillo. DiCamillo so it was fucking hilarious i yeah i don't know why he wasn't featuring that show more often but every time it was it was fucking gold yeah it's like i i liked everyone but bam pretty much Thing that they did. Yeah, exactly. I've never, 
I've never been a huge fan of Bam, and that's like he's all, especially after Jackass three, and he's gone through his own personal stuff. I've never been a big fan of him. He's just a huge pity party, poor me, fucking wine bag. Yeah, I, Ryan Dunn was my favorite Jackass of all of them. I just, I, he's a poor guy. I had to show the toy car up his ass, but I mean, <laughs> I Ryan Dunn was fucking awesome. I liked him and DiCamillo and Ray Keong and you know all like everybody. But bam, and Vito, because Vito's a fucking creepy fucker. But I mean, Phil and 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 April and you know all everyone else yeah. was great in that show, but fucking bam, <laughs> it was. Just... Vito was just like, like every time I had to watch something of his, he looked like he smelled bad. <laughs> yeah, like, there's always something like horribly disgusting going on with his body on every episode. <laughs> Yeah, there's my... that. T- there's that. Like, I think it was like the first or second episode where like his toenail just falls off. Oh yeah, there's some gross shit in that. But I mean, seeing another Jackass movie, how the fuck old are these guys? Like, they can't be doing that shit anymore. <laughs> no, well, Steve-O's never stopped. I follow him on YouTube, and he's still like lighting himself on fire and doing crazy shit. Yeah, uh, Knoxville probably shouldn't be doing this shit anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Johnny still shouldn't. And Chris Pontius never really did any of the crazy shit. But, I mean, Party Boy is just Party Boy, you know. You see him fucking, like, 50 years old running around and tearing off his yeah. pants in a thong. And it's funny because you, you, uh, you remember at the end of the first Jackass movie where they're all in old man paint? Yes. That's how they look now. That's, yeah. And it's fucking crazy. Uh, Wee Man's just like this whole shriveled raisin guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Except Steve O's the only one, like, Steve O and Knoxville are the only two who, like, look healthy, if yeah. not a little older. Yeah. I'm, Knoxville's done stuff that I've seen recently. Um, I haven't seen Steve O, except for, I guess he has a radio show and he had well, Ronda Rousey on there. Yeah. So I had Ronda Rousey on there, and she was shitting on the fans. But you know, that was I think the oh, last time that. I saw it. Yeah, that's that's the last time I saw Steve-O. So, but Bam, I haven't even kept up with him or anything like that. So, um, I didn't, I didn't really keep up with him until like everybody saw how like fat he got, and then I kind of just like went down a rabbit hole of what the fuck he's been up to, uh, <laughs> shooting a couple dirty porno movies. Uh, that big castle he had in Viva La Bam is completely fucking trashed. Jeez. Um, uh, getting fat again, feeling sorry for himself, just just being a shithead in general. <laughs> well, I mean, he's always been a pretty much a shithead. So <laughs> yeah, I'm a pro skater. Fuck you. Like, All right, dude. Well. It's funny until you do it to me, then it's not funny anymore. Yeah, I mean, that is like the Zach Winners of fucking Jackass right there. Because, like, they will fuck with everyone else. The second you fuck with him, it's just all like, fucking leave me alone. Fuck you guys. He's just such a little baby. I swear to God. Like, it's only funny when he's the one doing it to somebody. Zach's Zach's gone quiet. (laughs) Le fuck you. But yeah, so <laughs> oh yeah, so Jackass Four is going to be a thing minus 
Bam Margera. Minus Bam Margera, which like nothing of value. Unless you're lost. seeing him cry in a snake in a big old snake pit, it was oh, not yeah. that big of a loss. <laughs> yeah, fuck. You. Anyway, that's just me. <laughs> but so what else we get? We got uh, uh, a a second trailer for Justice League. Oh this man, is and Zack it Snyder. <laughs> So they brought back Jared Leto as Joker. We already knew. Ugh. He looks just like he looks like he looks like he looks like when my fucking uh, my eight year old tried to put makeup on. <laughs> it's... Look, I'm emo. No, 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 no. Take all this shit uh, off right now. <laughs> and then did he try to do a British accent or something? I I don't know. I only watched it once. I mean, Hello, Batman. Like Darkseid was in it, and I was like, okay, or how they're going to incorporate it into the overall story. Darkseid look, looking like Thanos got his head stuck in a fucking coffee tin. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's coming out in March, so we'll spend four hours of our day watching that shit, I guess. Yeah, that's going to be a fucking, oof. That's going to be a task. Be a fucking day. I'll have to have a pot of coffee. I may have to pause over a span of a couple of days to get this in, but you know. No, I think I think we should. I think we're going over to your place to watch it. <laughs> You're more than welcome to. I, I think I, that's a good idea. Try to get V to come up to do the record of the show, and I asked my wife, and she's like, she's like, I've been vaccinated. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so everyone, come on now. <laughs> Once again, as long as she's vaccinated, she don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, because she's a first responder, so she gets her shit early. <laughs> you and know. Hopefully, hopefully by March there'll be vaccines out for everybody, and I'm going to be first in line for that one. Okay. That's I got to cool. get my uh, Bill Gates chip put in. <laughs> Your nanotechnology. <laughs> my nanotechnology or whatever the fuck people think it is. <laughs> Oh, fuck. So, God, uh, I hate people. the last thing that we kind of, we sort of all watched together, but not at the same time, was the, the four-episode series on the, the hotel, the docuseries. Oh, yeah, the Cecil the Hotel. The Cecil Hotel and Alyssa Lamb. Yeah, Alyssa Lamb. Yeah, yeah. I think that was, yeah. So... Um, I... I'm very, very happy when I watch this because I thought they're going to try to make it all about spooky ghosts. Yeah. And no, it, it 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 had nothing to do with with paranormal activity, nothing to do with anything like that. It was a poor woman who wasn't who was bipolar and paranoid schizophrenic. She didn't take her meds. While the elevator video is spooky, it's just her having a paranoid episode and she got stuck in a water thing and and died and it was tragic yeah i the video for this has made the rounds on the internet for years and the creepiest fucking thing is seeing that video and the way her arms move it looks like they're twisting and contorting in a weird way so it kind of freaks me out to see it because like that kind of shit always bugs me but yeah her arms are all twisted and being all weird and shit but my wife watches a bunch of Dateline. I tell her it's because she's going to plot the perfect way to end me and get away with it. But oh, I, I know for a fact that's why my wife uh, watches like true crime shows all the time. <laughs> and she's like, oh, watch this. They're going to, this whole thing <clears throat> could have been two episodes. 
said, yeah. And she said, and they're going to save some huge fucking plot twist fact that should have been brought up earlier just to close it off at the end. Watch. And we start watching. We start watching. And then they're like, she's like, why the fuck are they getting into the history of Skid Row? This is stupid. They could have just condensed this story. Down. <laughs> so she's critiquing it the whole time, which, I mean, it's accurate, but they wanted to fluff it up to four. They and- wanted to fluff it up. And I think it is interesting to to know, like, I thought that the history of just, like, how much of a shithole this building is. Yeah is a good idea to get into without getting into any like paranormal ghost stories because Ooh, Richard Ramirez stayed there. Well, yeah. Richard Ramirez was a a fucking homeless person who could afford to live somewhere for $2 a night or $4 a night or wherever the fuck. Yeah. That was. Yeah. And she was also watching the Richard Ramirez one. So she was getting confused between the two and she's like, wait, what, what, what is this one? <laughs> I was like, this is the one at the hotel. She's like, oh, okay. Cause I guess they came out with the Richard Ramirez one too, that I need to watch because it, it's pretty cool. It, it, yeah. It's that one's all right. Uh, I think, I think I have a different mindset with a lot of these like serial code documentaries. Cause it's that uh, you ever watch uh, parks and recreation. Yeah. I watched the there's whole that, series. There's that scene where there, you know exactly what I'm going to talk about. There's that scene where Ron is pushing a cart through fucking Home Depot or whatever, yeah. and that guy comes over and says, "Can I help you?" And he just looks at him and goes, "I know more than you," and then keeps walking. <laughs> I feel like Ron Swanson every time I watch a serial killer documentary. <laughs> okay, because you, you you fancy yourself a, a better serial killer, or look whether. I do or don't, or whether I have killed before or haven't, it doesn't matter. You don't look in my trunk at my tools. Those are my tools. I need those to stay in my trunk. It's axle grease, not blood. It's axle grease. Yep. Um, the duct tape is there in case something falls off my car. Uh-huh. The handcuffs are there just in case, you know, you, you could pick up any sort of freak hitchhiker. So I have handcuffs in my car. It's normal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the ambisol or, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> it's just because you have tired, you have trouble sleeping, you know, getting tired at night. Look, everybody, everybody has semen stains in their car. It's not weird. <laughs> if you were to take a black light to this place, my God, you'd look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Fucking, <laughs> see it from the fucking moon. <laughs> Shit. But I grow, <laughs> like, back to the, the fucking documentary. Um, Growing up in California and, and L.A., you knew yeah. not to fucking go down there. Like, the bookstore that she went to, I've been there. I've been there no, numerous times. They didn't try to portray it as being a spooky bookstore thing. It's just one of these places that she visited. And, you know, it was, I guess, within walking distance of this hotel. But that area of L.A., you don't fucking go. And I, ever since I was a kid, I knew that shit. So i've been to la once in my life and i hated it and i i i knew like at 16 not to find skid row yeah no you don't find skid row and you don't hang out in when compton and watts after dark so yeah the first concert i ever went to was at the the great western forum which is where the, the lakers used to play which is in the middle of fucking compton <laughs> and we got lost and i'm like oh, yeah. i saw that yeah. movie judgment night i know how this shit's gonna go down we need to get the fuck out of so, here uh i visited la when i was and and sorry for people who live in la this is just me this is just us uh, venting about it <laughs> if we have any listeners in la um 
I visited L.A., uh, my friend who's uh, Hispanic was like, hey, you want to come spend the weekend down in L.A. with my family when, you know, I was like, yeah, sure, fine, because I was thinking, you know, uh, Hollywood and Beverly Hills and shit like that when he said L.A., but no, he lived in fucking Boyle Heights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, they don't like uh, people with my skin color there, so I couldn't do anything without him and his family around me. Yeah, you gotta like kind of take them around to protect you. <laughs> when yep. someone starts screaming at you in a language you don't understand, you gotta have them there to interpret. No, 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 it's okay. Even... They're trying to sell you tamales versus let's get the fuck out of here. They want to stab you for being white. <laughs> You're like, what? No, no. Usually, it wasn't even just another language. Most of the time, it was just people having a mental illness. Fucking yeah. <laughs> there's gibberish at me. there's that too. It's you know, like I said. I would go into to LA a lot for concerts, for just day trips and trips, whatever. And you know where to go and where not to go. And unfortunately she just didn't understand that that was a place for you to fucking go. It, there's a reason things are cheap in LA. You need to, you need to understand that if some place no. is cheap, there's a reason for it. <laughs> so other than Eliza lamb, who is the victim of just a, just a poor the whole situation was just tragic. She didn't take her meds. She was apparently an asshole to her roommates. Yeah. Um, they put her in her I own special room. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she was writing them like passive aggressive notes and shit. <laughs> so it was basically, it was a hostel. It was an American hostel where it was like shared rooms. So you get some weird, like, okay, imagine you go to LA and you get a hostel room because it's cheap and you get yeah. someone that's off their meds in a fucking room with you. You're going to be like, yeah. what the fuck? But, no. I want, yeah, I want nothing to do with that idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, the the there's besides that there's like three real victims outside of Eliza Lamb, and that one is the couple who the the British couple. Oh yeah. And they were like, oh yeah, we were drinking the water and bathing in the water, and then something started tasting funny. Uh, oh, first of it. all, don't drink fucking water tap water in L.A. Get bottled water. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's like when we go down to Tijuana or something, it's like, bring your water with you, you know? Yeah. Just, but this, you never expect it to be to this degree, you know? How fuck, like, oh my God, it'd be like that scene in fucking Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, if I found out that like, <laughs> oh yeah, you've been drinking water where this woman has just been floating here for 19 fucking days. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, just set my clothes on fire, plunge my face. Cry and puke in the fucking toilet. All the crying games playing in the background. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, but okay. So you got those victims, but the biggest victim of this whole fucking thing. Yes. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm going to go off on this. We're going to start hashtag justice for morbid. Justice for Morgan. Morbid. morbid. <laughs> Morgan. Morbid. I said mor morbid. <laughs> okay. Oh okay. yeah, you did. No, you did. <laughs> we won't get edit, into it. Edit this out so I don't look stupid. <laughs> So, oh, the shit like, that this guy put up with, man. It's, it's not just that he put up with. If any of you, if any of you fucking people are listening and you gave him shit, if any of you are listening to this right now, you owe that man a fucking apology. You, you mother 
fuckers, all of you. You not only just broke this man and gave him shit, you killed his will to fucking do something that he loved doing so much. And nothing broke my heart more than when he was just like, yeah, I haven't made music since. Yeah, that it it's funny because it hit so close to home for me on a different number of things like knowing no, LA know and stuff exactly like that. You, uh... But imagine if Freak Show got booked in LA. We were getting ready because we had to be to the fucking arena real quick or whatever the fuck. We're in all of our shit. We got our fucking gimmicks on, our faces are painted and everything else. We record a video, hey look, we're in LA, we're gonna go, blah blah blah. And a year later some lady dies. For something exact that same point we are. at the yeah at the, at the same hotel we were just happened to be at, and they the fucking internet sleuths as they, or the YouTube sleuths as they are detectives or whatever the fuck yeah. they call themselves make our lives a living hell because our gimmicks are a little bit weird and dark, and, and we, we said we're gonna kill our opponent or some shit. Yeah, I like I could I felt for the dude because you know he's not a fucking psychotic it's like it's a death metal guy you know he's not fucking sacrificing goats or killing people or anything no, he's like just that talking shit. It's, he's and this is the thing that just kind of blew my mind about it this wasn't in like the satanic panic episode of fucking 1994 1995 this was 2013 people should fucking know better than this shit yeah it's it, that that's the thing that pissed me off the most because like i said it could have happened to me it could have happened to us while we're out there wrestling you know yeah. i i it, have it a just, like the internet i don't know what the fuck a sleuth is the internet fucking morons who just grasped at straws to piece this together because oh he stood in front of the cecil hotel well yeah it's a well-known creepy place and he wanted to be creepy oh he, he brought up uh uh killing somebody yeah he's a death metal singer they all do that yeah, it like I said, man, that hit so close to home because like I could only imagine if something that we did as the free show or as me as as darkness as a wrestler or something like that, yeah. like something like that would happen. I would I would be like, I'm not fucking wrestling anymore because I got to yeah. worry about these fucking assholes coming in and causing shit for me. I got to just fucking go underground or whatever and just fucking nothing social media, nothing like because a fucking group hive mentality of dipshits that's what it is yeah that just I that mean, blew like, me away man it, it just fucking pissed me off i've no i've been at that point like with not at the scale he was at where like just dealing with fucking bullies and people telling me i shouldn't be in in the wrestling business to where i have wanted to quit i've tried quitting several times yeah but then you know you little little opening up and getting sincere for a moment you it's you big v and uh uh, bad blood usually just pull me out of that. Well, yeah, I mean, we know what we go through, yeah. and it, it, we can talk to each other. But the fucking fa I had that one fan that was fucking causing so much shit for me for a while, and I was just like, "Why the fuck are we bothering with this?" You know, it's it, you can't do anything about it. You know, and they would give you shit outside of the fucking ring, outside the shows, and I'm no, fuck this. This ain't worth it. You know, and to have to hear this guy's story and just be like a fucking year after the fact, he's living in Mexico because that's where he's from. And some friend of his is just like, hey, what did you do? And like, not only are your friends questioning you, 
but your fucking name forever after is just attached to this shit. That just, yeah, that pissed me. That was probably the most sad thing for me because this dude's still around. He's still around, and he just he. I'm hoping he he just gets curious and like gets back on social media because I've seen this outpouring of people who want him to come back and do the thing he loves. I mean, death metal's not my or that kind of death metal's not really my thing, but I just want people doing what they love. Yeah, and no one should have it taken away from them. I, I mean, yeah, it's weird. It's different. It's dark. It's creepy. Whatever the fuck. It's not hurting anybody. It's not causing any problems for you. Don't fucking listen to it. But to ruin someone's life over shit like this because you get an, you know, an idea of what they could have done or what, and they don't, they're such fucking sleuths. They couldn't figure out that this video was from a year before that fucking person ever visited the hotel. Oh, but you talk about killing somebody. Yeah. I, I talk about sacrificing my opponents. I talk about, you know, I, shit like that, man, just fucking pisses me off. No. And the other, the other thing that, that was really fucking creepy, that was actually creepy about this, there was that one quote unquote, uh, YouTube that sounded like he was fucking in love with this woman. Like he had a fucking fixation with her. I don't remember his name, but he was, he like visited, he had somebody visit her grave for him. Oh yeah. That guy, that was fucking creepy. That dude was like, like, I I just needed some closure. So I visited her grave site. I'm like, I don't think you want to be admitting that guy. Yeah. He, his, him talking about it. Like he was so impassioned by something like this. It, it borderline fucking creepy, man. Like it was, that guy who creeped me out, the other guy pissed me off who was, I don't think he was involved with the morbid stuff, but uh, he was, like, trying to connect her death with, like, the Illuminati and the fucking CIA and shit. Oh, yeah. And, like, the you... the, the bookstore that, that she went to, the last bookstore, which is, if you're in L.A., it's an excellent place, just, you know, off, off on a tangent. But if you look up their, their Google mapping and you put it in latitude, longitude, it takes you to her grave. And all, I'm like, what? You're fucking grasping at straws with this shit. So, yeah, I don't fucking, <laughs> like, they'll find parallels with everything. So, and yeah. So, like, as soon, like... I don't know how you follow conspiracy theories, but as soon as you start using the words Illuminati or New World Order in non-wrestling terms, <laughs> then I just fucking roll my eyes and just tune out. If the first thing that doesn't come to your mind when you hear NWO or New World Order is, hey, yo, then you have a... <laughs> or Hogan just rambling. Yeah. <laughs> Stick it, brother. <laughs> uh... Yeah. I mean, but overall, it, I, it was a good docuseries. I liked it. It was, I mean, it was entertaining. It kept me entertained. I mean, like I said, I knew I knew most of it. And then um, the only thing I didn't know that kind of surprised me, because I, I always thought the the most supernatural part of this thing that might have hinted that she could have been uh, murdered or, any, or something is when the the grate was closed on the water tank when she climbed in but turns out it was open so yeah spoilers if you're you know it's still a great series but spoilers spoiler right now um also the other person i feel bad for is that little mexican dude who (laughs) the maintenance guy the maintenance guy because yeah and again he's just some poor dude wanting to do his job wanting to feed his family and then he gets up there 
Okay, I'm gonna see what's wrong with this water tank. Holy shit, there's a person there. Yeah, yeah, it's... So the big thing with this story is um, the police went searching the whole hotel. They had helicopters and everything else. The lid was open to the water tank. Nobody noticed it yeah. in the beginning. And then they asked the maintenance guy at the very end. He's like, oh, yeah, it was open. So they missed it. That's why she was in there for so long. Which, I mean, understaffed LAPD, you know, I don't think they're incompetent. I think they're just not given enough resources. I mean, V was all on about them being stupid and stuff like that. Between, I don't know about stupid, but I do think uh, lazy. Well, that, yeah. not even lazy because they have so much shit they have to do. So maybe, yeah, you're right. Now that I'm thinking out loud and just you just watch my thought process. <laughs> I mean, they're, um, they're overwhelmed with fucking paperwork and shit that they got to yeah, take care of. Yeah, they're overwhelmed with shit. And then between this and the... Uh, the Night Stalker documentaries, you do get a sense that they're not incompetent, but just overwhelmed and overworked. Yeah. Yeah. It, when I was working at the hotel, we one of the last things I dealt with before I left was a very similar situation to Alyssa Lamb. And I don't know if I've talked about it before on the show, but um, we got a report that one of the guests in the room was missing. And we're like, what's going on? What's going on? So I guess the timetable went, he went out with some friends, went drinking, got too drunk. So they sent him back to the hotel in an Uber and he disappeared. He never showed back up again. So I'm one of the lead members of the security team for the the hotel. So this becomes a joint investigation and everything else. So I'm reviewing tape and shit like that. You see the guy like stumble into the hotel main lobby and then stumble back out through a side door. And we're just like, okay, what the fuck? So I'm investigating, investigating, and then getting all the tape together. We get one of the the, um, grounds crew comes in. He's like, hey, I found this, and it's a jacket and a wallet from this guy. Or like, what the, where did you find this? Oh, out on the golf course. I'm like, oh, shit. So he went out through this door towards the golf course, and he's drunk and everything like that. So... Uh, this this investigation went on. We had we got the police involved, the families involved, the families fucking blaming us for everything, and it's just a big shit show for like four or five days. They bring out divers, they bring out all this shit for the golf course, and they bring out these huge inflatable like tubes in order to section off the golf course water hazards so they can go searching for this guy. And then there's rumors that he got to a fight with somebody and then there's this. and So the investigation's over. They're like, it's inconclusive. We can't, we don't know what the hell's going on. We'll try and figure out later, you know, because they're they're checking. They found his stuff on one of the walking paths out on the golf course by a water hazard. And that's what basically got this all started. So a couple days go by and the police call off their investigation and they leave and everything like that. My bosses are like, all right, we've been dealing with long you're in charge we're gonna go home and get some sleep and i'm like all right fine so i'm the lead guy i get a fucking call from the golf course ranger and he's like you need to come out here i'm like shit i'm like all right so i go out there and a fucking dude is floating in the water in the water hazard on a different fucking course so they still don't know what the fuck happened. He was drunk, but he took off his jacket and folded it and placed it in one area. 
and he ended up on the opposite side of the property, literally like floating, bloated. I, I remember looking at it, fucking shirt. He had a button-up shirt. The buttons were so fucking pulled that they were like looking like they were about to pop. And he was fucking float. He had been gone for like days. So I, this investigation, man, I was just like, this. so much of this shit is just hitting close to stuff that I remember going through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they found a fucking guy floating. I was like, oh, God, I remember what that looked like. It's fucking terrible, man. So, yeah. Thanks for bringing all that up. That was good. <laughs> this oh, is hard hitting fucking oh it hurts oh god i remember everything <laughs> but yeah we dealt with that shit for close to a week on the property so i i know i mean the family's wondering what the fuck's going on we put them up at the hotel they order like thousands of dollars in room service and everything and you're paying for this you killed our son i'm like oh my god what the fuck's going on so yeah i mean working in a hotel having somebody go missing and you know you get blamed for it and you know it's just like i didn't do anything what the fuck but yeah so if you uh want to talk about that shit, that's fucking that's insane that's, but yeah that's always good yeah i mean at least he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't in the water supply so i mean there's one benefit yeah, to that nobody so. was fucking drinking water <laughs> with him like a like a tea yeah yeah just uh, marinating in it for 19 oh my god I can't even imagine. I mean, the water in LA is bad enough, but Jesus. So, yeah. Um, but like I said, overall, it was a great docu docu series. It was a little bloated in some parts, and they went off into yeah. some weird little tangents. But it was still good. It's still enjoyable the whole way through, yeah. whether they veered off of the subject matter a little bit or not. It was still worth watching. So, it's the uh, the Cecil Hotel. If you look it up, it's on Netflix. It's one of their original series, but uh, there's a whole long list. There's a whole long title to it, but I yeah. just type in Cecil Hotel. Yeah, it'll pop up. It was number one Which trending is weird because it's it's actually called the Hotel Cecil. Yeah, or it well, was now it's abandoned. Yeah. Oh, is it now? That yeah, some it's, it's rich people down. bought it. Oh, okay. Oh, I think they did, but they just never got around to like doing the stuff that they were gonna do with it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so yeah, that was the, the Cecil hotel review. I mean, that was kind of, we just all kind of like, let's watch this and then we'll talk about it. And yeah. I plowed through it and like, I watched it all at one shot. So, so and, I can't do that. I get too <laughs> bored to, I'll watch, I watch two episodes one day. And I'm like, all right, this is enough for me. And then, uh, I'll watch the other two tomorrow. But I just can't, like, you and my wife can sit down and just watch a show for 10 hours, and I can't fucking do it. Sometimes I, like, I, I look over, I'm like, we need to stop. I can't, I can't take this anymore. Yeah. But four hours wasn't too bad. It was like a long movie. It's going to be worse when I watch Justice League, so. No, it'll be fun. I'll bring, we'll, we'll bring a couple drinks, and we'll go watch it. And then make fun of it. Just record. It'll be like a riff track. <laughs> and, then have, and then instantly have your wife hate all three of us. <laughs> She's met V before. V was a little bit out of it when he was here. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was the was night he, that he... No, he, that was when he got knocked out from the oh. the ring rope hit him in the face. That was fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah, he came up here. Was, and it, the ring rope or, was it the ring rope or was it Mac? It was probably a combination of both. But <laughs> yeah, he just hit that ringer up on his way down, trying to get out of the ring. So, kind of knocked yeah, him silly. Um, 
for those of you listening who don't know who Mac Traeger is, if he comes running to the ring with a uh, steel chair, you get the fuck out of the ring. <laughs> Otherwise, I, you're going to get knocked out. The motherfucker could come running to the ring with cotton candy and I'd get the fuck out. I don't... <laughs> fuck that, man. But... <laughs> it, it's weird because, like, I was less banged up doing a hardcore match with him than I was doing a regular match with him. That's... Yeah, that's the weird thing. Like... Hardcore matches are easier with him than if it was just yeah. a straight up wrestling match. And one of the rules for wrestling Mac is get Mac drinks. Get him drunk yeah. before he goes out there. The drunker um, he is, the happier he is. He don't hit you as hard. <laughs> it's not even it's like I don't fuck, I don't know what it is about him. It's just like like the first match me and him uh worked together with was just a regular match and like he chipped one of my teeth because he he tried to do the stone cold uh the fist drop i guess not oh. stone cold it's fucking jerry lawler but his knee landed right on my fucking face oh yeah and i know it was i know it was uh a, it was it looked bad because even he puts me in a rest hold and sign guy looks at me and goes holy shit are you all right yeah yeah, there's some moves I'm afraid, like, that one wouldn't be one of them. The one that you do, you do it great, though. That when you're in the corner and you come running with the boot, oh, oh yeah. I've, I fucking clench and fear that every time, regardless of who it is. It's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and anything bad blood gives. So Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> so my funniest, my funniest story I have with that involves Void. Yeah. I told him. I told him how to take the move because if you could, if you know how to take the move, it's not a hard move to take. Um, but he looked directly at my boot when I was doing it, and I mm. could just feel his like nose and face into my boot as I oh. kicked him right in the fucking face. Yeah. Ugh. See, I got I got my two front teeth chipped in two separate matches. One of them was one of my first matches. The guy who. Like rear mounted me and just fucking cross check my face and just clack my jaw together and my and I was what just like, dick. yeah. And then that was basically my welcome to the business kind of thing. And yeah, I I, I went back there. I'm like my fuck my fucking teeth. And he looked at me. He's like, it's not ballet. And then I just maniacally laughed at his face. And then everyone in the locker room just kind of looked like, what the fuck? Like I should have taken that differently. But I knew if I fucking cause a problem the stink it was fucking the end for me so i just (laughs) it was great and then everyone just kind of freaked out and they left me alone so (laughs) and then the second time was from bad blood so you know (laughs) Uh, my my welcome to the business and i wish i could find the video because it's floating around somewhere on youtube um i got knocked out cold oh and there's like a 10 like he's like the dude's still working on me and I'm. I, it looks like I'm still cut. Like, but there's a point where like he headbutts me, and I just crumple through the ring ropes. Mm. And that's not. That's not something I do. Yeah. yeah usually, and, falling uh, through the ring ropes isn't something that you know. <laughs> yeah, and there was like a good, like probably five minute video where I just have no memory of. This... And uh, and yeah, you. J- I did it. I rolled out, or I didn't roll out because I just got the shit kicked out of me, and I didn't want to undersell it so i got carried out went to the back uh thanked the guy and then uh the guy who was training me kind of took me under his wing uh just like gave me a big hug and kiss on the forehead said welcome to the business kid (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, it's one of those things, man. It's like fucking Hulk Hogan. I want to be a wrestler, and they break his fucking leg. <laughs> shit was shit was meaner back then, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, they'll just break your leg, or they'll pop out your fucking eye and shit. Yeah. Well, that shit with Vader was an accident, but still, Jesus. No, no, I've heard stories about people going into wrestling training, like their first day. Well, in that period of time, and then they'll just like, oh hey, I'm gonna teach you how to do this, and they'll just pop out the fucker's eye. Oh jeez. Yeah, it's Vern it's... Gagne will just fucking run you though. <laughs> yeah, shit. He took he took running people out of the business literally. Because <laughs> you go like those of you who aren't fucking wrestling historians like uh, us fucking nerds are. Vern Gagne was a promoter in AWA, and he was famous for well, he was famous for the AWA being kind of more of a pure wrestling promotion i think um i call it boring but uh he was famous for firing hulk hogan because hulk hogan wasn't a great technical wrestler (laughs) um but he would go in there and like i think i think i was talking to you last week about it how rick flair was like 330 when he went in there just 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 big muscle man and by the time he left he was like around 240 260 somewhere around there yeah I remember that we were talking about you'd that go into his, You'd go into his barn and like in Minnesota, in the Midwest, in the winter. Okay, kids. All right, guys. We're going to fucking run five miles to warm up and then come back here, do 500 squats, do this amount of front bumps, do this amount of back bumps. I, I hated fucking when I was training five minutes of hell and British flags. <laughs> Was from the oh, yeah. fucking worst, but we'd yeah, we do. Uh, we always called them the the dream killers, because well, at first they were uh, first they were Cleaver Stenics, because I was trained by uh, Dr. Cleaver, and uh, and then they became the dream killers because this guy came up and he was just like all just talking shit. I'm gonna be your biggest star. Um, I know how to do this. I wrestled over here. Okay, well, come over to the class and we'll we'll get a look at you and we'll we'll see how you do. And then we, he did the warm ups and got halfway through those, rolled out of the ring and just sat in the car for two hours. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always funny to see like the people I trained with and stuff like that throughout my initial training, and who's still wrestling and who's not. You know, yeah. I, I think legit i'm the only one that was a new person that is still wrestling yeah it's Um, it's amazing and we had so many people come uh, through there in that time frame it's uh on my end it's me and jb moonshine i wanted to well he Uh, was doing it a couple he was doing a few years before i was but like real intense like training i think that class was just being me and him yeah yeah everybody else has quit (laughs) yeah it's amazing man i mean you get there's people in it that fucking super physiques and everything like that and we're just like i'm a personal trainer i'm this i'm that they they're not doing it anymore it's amazing so but yeah there's our wrestling corner for the week (laughs) so we do wandavision now we could do we could do wandavision yeah I mean, should we do? Should we wait for Let's, Comic Book Book Club because V's not here? Uh, 
Uh, it's gonna be you discussing it by yourself, so. <laughs> I mean, we can discuss it together. Hold on, let's put a pause right here because I really gotta pee. All right, hold on one second. All right, sorry. I have a pause for the cause, everybody. Enjoy. All I right. hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, and there's only two of us, so you got to do intermissions. <laughs> I know, right? You well, can't just yeah, pass it like, off to the other two. <laughs> I'm try I can't sneak away while Big V rambles about something I don't care about. So, uh, <laughs> um... I love Doctor Who. Doctor Who is here. It's like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, I'm going to talk about 15, <laughs> Doctor Who for 15 minutes straight now, and I don't want any interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so oh, WandaVision. WandaVision. It was, it, was, it was a good one. It was good. Um, I don't think there was very many furthering plot points. It was just like, hits the 90s. And the uh, the Malcolm in the Middle opening was fucking awesome. It was straight up Malcolm. No, the whole episode was straight Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I ain't gonna lie, Ashley Olsen or Elizabeth Olsen in the uh, original Scarlet Witch costume was not bad at you? all. She came walking down the stairs, a little bit, and I was just like, oh, oh, oh. I looked oh, over I at my wife, and I was bit. like, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> She knows exactly what you're doing too. She's like, oh, and she she does. She knows what gets me going. So like, she looks at her, then she looks at me, and I look at her. I'm like, what? She's like, nothing, just checking. It's like, damn it. <laughs> but nah, it was nice. I I appreciated that. And uh, um, as an homage to the old costume as well. I mean, not just as I a, did get a, I did get a big laugh as uh, Vision as a quote unquote Mexican wrestler. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it's the original uh vision costume and they talk about how stupid he looks and then he's like yes i'm a i'm a luchador yeah las luchadores but um yeah there's some creepy shit in this one uh vision like finding basically npcs all around the the area outside of weird. wanda yeah um the the chick is pretty much in every episode like their neighbor and she's just fucking stuck in some kind mm -hmm. of weird loop and yeah i mean crazy shit but like vision starting to get an idea of what the hell's going on so that's cool and i guess they're getting this truck ready so they can go through the uh the barrier that's the people on the outside yeah. monica rambo cat denning and jimmy woo i don't even know what her real well, fucking name is Cat wow. Denning's character name. I don't know. It's Cat Denning. <laughs> She's just Cat Denning and everything. Yeah. Um, the big thing is that now, like, all of, pretty much all of Sword that was sitting outside watching this is now in the reality. Yeah. They got assimilated pretty much. Um, I'm really thinking that this is the setup for Monica to get her powers. They keep talking about how she's gone in twice and she's getting residual energy and blah, 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 blah. You gotta. So that'll be cool to see. Um, 
I don't know, man. I don't know if there's still going to be like a villain in this or if it's like someone's manipulating Wanda or it's all Wanda or no, I, think, I think Wanda's totally the villain in all this. Yeah. I mean, she she spoke with a Sokovian accent. That's when you know she's bad. Yeah. So, so I don't know. But it was cool to see the kind of throwback Quicksilver costume and Speed kinda, and Wiccan got their powers going, you know. I was kind of sad that there was no uh, uh, sequence with everything in slow motion and Sweet Dreams playing. <laughs> yeah, I was... I was hoping... Uh, there's still a chance for this next episode, but I was hoping that was going to be in this one. Yeah. But this one was the 90s. It was Halloween. And uh, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of plot furthering things going on it's more set up for shit that's coming so yeah i mean she, then, hey i was killed in age of ultron isn't that weird how i'm here now yeah i mean they, they're kind of doing alluding things but it was good though it's keeping my attention i'm still interested to see what happens next um yeah. i think it's cool that it's only nine episodes so you're not stuck watching like a 24 episode arc or something like where they just stretch it out for no reason mm-hmm. so yeah, still keeping my attention. Still good. Um, Got to keep everything nice and condensed. Yeah. I mean, it's basically a long so that's not too bad. Yeah. I don't know if next week's going to be the 2000s, but it'd be interesting yeah, to see it, what they kind of um, rip on. Uh, it looks like a modern family. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that uh I saw that on a on a prequel or an, uh, a trailer. Oh, where she's okay. kind of dressed up like and talking to the camera like how they do nice okay see i never watched modern family so it it was pretty good i haven't watched it well i guess it's over now but i didn't watch any of the later seasons mm. it's, i watch uh fresh off the boat so it's funny to see fucking uh ray park as like the dad in that and then have him be Jimmy Woo. I'm like, oh I don't know. I liked I liked Ray Park as uh Kim Jong un. Kim Jong un, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, you wanna play some basketball? <laughs> it's that shit was great. I remember when that movie was such a controversy, like, are we gonna get to see it? What's gonna happen? And like their big thing was they just released it. <laughs> just yeah, like, just, just like, watch it. <laughs> they're just like, well theaters won't put it, so we're just gonna put it out online. Yeah. But yeah, so WandaVision. Like, oh, sorry, go for it. Sorry, this is this is me because I, I I have a weird fucking perverse obsession with North Korea, and apparently a bunch of South Koreans got the DVD of that and just started sending it over over the the DMC, <laughs> and now a bunch of North like they had hidden camera hidden camera crews go in and there's like North Korean people just watching this this movie on fucking DVD. <laughs> and it's caused a huge like political disturbance over North Korea. Shit. It's like the fucking Borat movies pissed off the Kazakhstanians. <laughs> <laughs> what this is not what no, no, this is not us. <laughs> yeah, we're like North Korea, it was scary when they got mad at us because, yeah, they have nuclear capabilities. It was kind of cute when Kazakhstan fucking <laughs> got mad at us. Who's your number one prostitute? <laughs> first of all, first of all, I'm betting most people were shocked to find out that Kazakhstan was a real place. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and they're just, they're just like, no, we don't hate the Jewish people and our women's. <laughs> Our women's have most of the rights. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, <laughs> we got working internet last year. <laughs> on one computer. <laughs> yeah, at the at the library. <laughs> so everybody, everybody in whole country allowed one hour a day. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, so that's WandaVision. Uh, we got next week's episode coming up, so watch it. Be ready to listen to us discuss it, or don't watch it and have it spoiled. Screw you. Anyway. Yeah. All right, comic book book club for the week. We've opted to do it, so fuck V. We'll get his input in a 15-minute soliloquy next week, so he'll go off on it. <laughs> what did you think? I've already read it. I, I you know. I enjoyed it. Yeah? Really why Why do you sound it. surprised? Because <laughs> I picked it? Is that why? What are you saying? <laughs> well, I shouldn't be surprised because, one, it's Garth Ennis. Uh, the way you described it didn't do it justice. I don't want to give too much of it away. I mean, that's the base bare bones premise of it, but yeah, we're like it. It's so much more than just a female Punisher. Yeah, no, that's I. Yeah, <laughs> but saying I mean, Garth Ennis and Punisher in the same sentence, and I knew you'd be hooked. So, I mean, you very much could. Well, not so much. I was gonna say you could very much say Garth Ennis and the boys and. I would have been just it's equal, but it's not as violent. Eh, not as violent as the boys. Yeah. Um, but I there's the whole dynamic with her family and how she keeps fucking drugging them so she could go sneak out and kill people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got this. It's got this great like if you if you read enough Garth Ennis, like nobody's a good guy in this. She's a shitty person for this thing. Everybody's a shitty person. Yeah. Uh, there's, just, there's like no redeeming characters whatsoever. <laughs> no. They're all anti-heroes. Like, it's like 90s comics all in one. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, she's going out and killing criminals, but she's also drugging her family. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. almost like the Punisher, if his family had lived. <laughs> it's just like... like... I feel bad for her husband. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I I don't know. It just it, it was just funny where he's just he's just like, oh yeah, she just got done murdering a bunch of people, and he's like, oh yeah, Mister Snuggly is feeling extra snuggly tonight. <laughs> she's like, all right, just get on top of me and do this shit. <laughs> yeah, I... and her thought she she's just lying there taking it, thinking about the stain on the on the ceiling, which you know that hits a little too close to home for me, but. <laughs> <laughs> she's just staring off into space like thinking about the the day <laughs> i mean like I, honestly i prefer it that way i don't even want, want to remember there's another person in the room most of the time <laughs> yeah shit but, but no, I, I i really enjoyed it you gonna take it you gonna read more of it or just yeah it joins um it joined baby teeth on the uh list of comic books that have been on this show that I read the first volume and immediately bought the second volume. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does have an ending, so that's cool too. It's not like I hate when there's like 40 years of history for a character and I find out about it, but <laughs> I was uh in a comic shop. Actually, it was during my honeymoon. I bought last issue um of The Boys. It was the final issue where they're all flying into the toilet. Um yeah. 
And the guy asked me, it was actually, it's funny because we were coming through Oregon on a road trip for our honeymoon because we were still living in California. I stopped at uh, things you never, or things from another world, which is now like my fucking, yeah, it's like now my comic shop if I need comics. The guy asked me, he's like, hey, uh, you ever read Jennifer Blood? I was like, no. He's like, well, I see you getting the boys. They say it's real close. I was just wondering if you'd ever read it because people say it's, I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And so, yeah. There you go. That's how I stumbled thing, across it. But it's it's kind of like a throwaway line, but it, it I kind of really liked how she's just like every every uh, sexualized comic book character. But there's a reason, you know, she's got a mile of cleavage hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's just little touches like that that I like. And she's like, because she's shooting these guys. And then they're like, oh, wait, it's a woman. And then they see her cleavage and stop. And she's like, yeah, that's the half second I need to put fucking bullets in your head. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, Power Girl, why she's got the boob window. They try to expl- give explanation to it. It's like, okay. I mean, no, honestly, this one worked, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one worked. Well, I mean, it's it's real similar with the Punisher. Like, why is his, his shit all fucking black? But the big fucking skull on his chest. He's like, that's what people are going to aim for. That's what I armor up the most. Yep. So, Just you like know. Batman. Yeah. I mean, the one thing you can see, depending on which version of Batman, is like the bat on his chest. And they shoot for that. And, you know, that's where he's got the most armor and protection. So it's a tactical thing, man. But... <laughs> you got to think like him. Yeah. So, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I haven't even finished it actually myself, but might be the file the fire might be rekindled to go back and and revisit i'm definitely i'm definitely into it i'm definitely probably gonna finish it yeah there's a there's a like the first series and then there's another series but yeah so there's a decent amount of stuff to read but if you like it then get enough of it and i'm not forcing anyone to read it so you're fine it's not like i'm kind of forced to read it are you (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you get mad at me when I don't read the book. Oh no, I just read the first volume. I, like you don't have to. Oh, read it, but yeah. When I when I come on the show and I'm like, oh, I didn't read the the book club this this week, and you're like, you motherfucker, <laughs> I will rain hellfire upon you. That's ten minutes of of show we can't fucking get now. <laughs> and you'll and it's funny because you'll know those ones because those are the ones where like I'm either really quiet or <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, I liked it. <laughs> Yeah, but all right. So who's? It's your pick now, isn't it? It's my pick. That's why I wanted to do it. Cause, oh yeah, we'll tell V about it, and he, we'll he'll... tell V about it. Well, I want to do it while we're still. It's still February. It's still the month of love and fucking. So. <laughs> uh oh, I know what you're gonna oh, yeah. say. What am I gonna say? Uh, sex criminals. Sex criminals. <laughs> that is all exactly right. the book. That is exactly what we're doing this week. It is the month of love and fucking, and I'm, I have been saving this. Well, I want to do this book earlier, but no, I'll go. I'm saving it for fucking February, and <laughs> incidentally, it's the day after Valentine's Day, so we're all in the mood for love and getting each other pregnant. So why not read Sex Criminals? All right, Sex Criminals Volume One. Do you know who volume puts one. it out? What company? Uh, Image. Image. Okay, that ah, seems to be seems a reoccurring be... theme with you. I love Image Comics. <laughs> All right, so from what I understand with Sex Criminals, they just recently ended the run with issue number 69, but there isn't actually 69 issues, right? Uh, 
I think I think there's a couple spin-off ones. Okay. So it's a series, but it does have a volume one. So I will I will yeah. pick that up and I'll It does have a volume one. Um do you know the basic idea of it? They can they they have powers but they only trigger like right after they've had sex. Or right after they have orgasms. Orgasms, okay. Yeah. It like it it uh freezes time. Ah, okay, and they rob banks and, and so, shit. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of, I should say this for next week, but I kind of like it. It's kind of a cool little plot twist. It de- And how long they could freeze time depends on when they're ready to have sex again. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like, um, <laughs> so- there, there's a common, there's like a common reoccurring joke where the guy, because they both just kind of stumble upon each other where they both have this power. And it's a common reoccurring joke where the guy isn't going to be able to freeze time as long as she can. <laughs> Unless you're me, and then you get like a whole year of freezing time. It's awesome. It's, like, it's my birthday. All right, I'll wait till next year. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to make that joke about my wife, but I figured I'd catch something upside the head if I did. So I made it about myself. <laughs> well, there's a, no, there's a, there's a difference between, because that's when he wants to have sex the whole year is when she wants to have sex with you yeah that's what i'm saying and she's i was just gonna... like ah oh, it's his birthday i guess it'll be nice and just fucking it's only oh, 30 seconds it's valentine he bought me flower i sorry <laughs> i am so unhappy that i now know you had sex last night no it's just valentine okay <laughs> jesus <laughs> no i didn't i <laughs> did that wasn't I wasn't talking from personal experience. It was just like, you know, a, a normal fuck. Never mind. Forget it. I don't have to justify myself to you. You're having all the sex. <laughs> she's just across the room laughing. She's just like, what are you telling them? Don't lie to them. <laughs> oh, shit. So it's once a year, it's 28 seconds. Yeah. Just, just bite the bullet. <laughs> Do you really want to waste it on Valentine's Day, or do you want to wait till your birthday? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, Sex Criminals Volume One from Sex Image. Criminals Volume One. All right. Well, anything else we got going? I can't. I'm thinking that is it. All right. Well, we'll uh, be back oh, next we week. Hopefully, with we we'll do a bunch of uh, uh, Big Lebowski and Peter Stormare quotes. <laughs> Yeah, that seems to be a, a wonderfully dark uh, staple now. So. Incidentally, I did. I don't. I don't know if you caught it. I did do a quote from a Coen Brothers movie that Jeff Bridges was in. I can't think of another one. That I just remembered in. it now. Oh. Um, the True Grit remake. Oh, that's right. Okay. There's that scene in that remake that I absolutely love, and I don't know why, but it's that guy with that fucking, who's the dentist with the bear skin on him. Okay. I have not seen it. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> go watch that, and then we'll report. Give me your movie report next week. Yeah. See, I'm I'm not sponsored by Letterboxd, but it was crazy to go through and click on all the movies that you've seen, and then like major movies that you realize you haven't gotten around to. I need to read. I need to download that. Yeah, it, it's an app too, but I just go off the website. So I uh, started watching yeah. all the Dirty Harry movies because I'd never seen them. Yeah, I've never seen those either. They're not bad. 
but and then I watched uh, Iron Eagles because I never saw that. <laughs> it's I've just that. Uh, there's another one. It was a, a sorority babes in the slime bowl or Rama or something. It's just. I don't had think a, that's an actual movie. I'm pretty no, sure it is. It is. No, it I'm, wasn't. I'm it was a, certain. I've seen that. It's a it's a documentary that you could only watch on Pornhub. It was on Shutter. It's about. Uh, uh huh. It was. Shuddering from orgasms. No, it was like those '80s horror movies that show a lot of. Still, that's like the the golden era of horror, because they showed boobs. Now movies these days don't show boobs anymore. You know what else shows boobs? Porn. Porn does, yeah. I'm fairly convinced this is just a porno movie you're trying to slip in. <laughs> oh, soror- sorority babes in the slime bowl arama. Look it up. It's Are a real you... movie. <laughs> this, if the... I do it. If what? I do this and it gives my computer AIDS, I'm not gonna be happy with it. No, it's it's a legit movie. You could look it up on Letterbox, Twitter, or just watch or sorority babes in the slime bowl arama. B O W. I know. I was being oh. a smartass. Okay. Because I misspelled it. Oh. It's like a movie you would see on fucking Up All Night with Rhonda Shear back in the day. And there's a woman with a cum shot on her face. What? What's wrong with your computer? <laughs> it's just pre. <laughs> it's just. It's... You know how people could get uh, <laughs> uh, parental guides on their fucking computers? I have the opposite of that. The opposite of Net Nanny? This is. Yeah. Net French made. Is <laughs> this all the sex shit that they get find? Uh, no, it's a real movie. I'm kind of shocked. 1988. Yeah. IMDb says it's five out of ten, but 89 percent of people like this movie. It's yeah, it's just fucking cheesy, cheesy 80s horror movie, dude. I mean, yeah, that's what people. That's what people love now. I mean, I won't deny it. That's what I love. Yeah, it's like they they have to break into a, a bowling alley to steal a trophy for a sorority uh, pledge thing. They knock the trophy over, it breaks open, and there's a fucking imp inside that grants them wishes. And all the wishes are fucked up. And then like, It's like a monkey paws? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so the imp like is a really bad puppet. Like, rubber puppet. <laughs> it's It talks with like a, a crazy accent and shit. It, it, I don't know. It was just fun, stupid movie. But it had such a weird name, I had to find it and check it out. So, if you have Shutter, it's on there. Enjoy, everybody. <laughs> Don't blame me if you hate it, though. I'm, I'm fairly certain that you could find this for free on YouTube. Oh yeah, probably. I don't think anyone that owns the copyright even gives a shit. <laughs> it's like, uh, you could find the room on free for free on YouTube. Shit. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau is like, why? Why is this here? I think you could do find Trolls Two on there also. Yeah, Troll 2 is another just fucking terrible. But yeah, so I've been going back and revisiting a bunch of shit that I didn't watch in the day. So you'd be surprised at some of the movies I never caught. Like what? What 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 do you think would be the most surprising? Um Lost Boys. No, I, yeah, I've never actually seen it. <laughs> You've been faking this all time. <laughs> I'll fake it till you make it, man. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Because, like, a lot of 90s movies I didn't just give a shit about. Let me see. I'll bring it up. This is a tantalizing radio for your ears right now. I know. Everybody's enthralled. <laughs> oh, let's find out what this dipshit hasn't, hasn't watched. 
Letterboxd. Oh, there's a whole podcast about that that I kind of, I that was kind of my first idea for a podcast because I have another friend who was pretty much just raised in a commune and mm-hmm. she hasn't seen a lot of movies. Oh, and I kind of just wanted to like, and, and she and she doesn't like, she doesn't go out and see movies either. She thinks she, she's just like I worked in a movie theater for a whole for a whole year. I hate movie theaters. I uh, hate movies now. I worked in a movie theater. I fucking loved it. All right, so some of the ones that you would be like, what? You never like, two thousand one, Space Odyssey. I never saw. Oh. Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I've never seen. Huh. I've never seen Fletch, or I don't know what that one is. either Fletches with Chevy Chase. You don't know Fletch. I don't All know right. Fletch. I'm not that big of a fan. Outside of the Vacation movies, I don't like Chevy Chase. Hmm. I haven't seen either of the Conan movies with Schwarzenegger. Amazingly enough, uh, I've never seen Field of Dreams or The Abyss. <laughs> I refuse to watch Field of Dreams because I hate Kevin Costner. Oh, The Waterworld was pretty good, but. Hmm. It was pretty good. Yeah. As much as I don't like Kevin Costner, like he talked very little in that movie, so I think that was the one the redeeming quality. But everybody shits on Waterworld, but it was alright. Yeah, I liked it. I never, I've never seen Fargo. Huh. Never seen uh, October Sky. Um, what other weird ones are on here? The Crying Game. I already know what the fucking big reveal is, so why bother watching it? <laughs> but I'm like, okay, I may as well fucking watch it. Apt Pupil. Um, another 48 Hours. I saw the first one. I just never saw the second one. Uh, what else is weird on here that like people should have seen but never did? Raging oh, Bull. Oh, I've seen that one. I, I that love one. that movie. I've never seen Bloodsport or Kickboxer. <laughs> I saw, no, I did see Bloodsport. I never saw Kickboxer. Um, what was the one before that? Uh, Raging Bull. Raging Bull is so good. Yeah, I never saw it. Need to find him. I'm a huge Martin Scorsese fan. Yeah. Then yeah, and I like Robert De Niro too. Yeah, De Niro's good. Pesci's good too. So it'll be good to see that one. But then I got a bunch of weird horror movies that I never got around to. That one kind of shocks me. What? That you, they're horror movies you've never seen because you, yeah, <laughs> especially like you and Big V like opened my eyes to a whole new world of eighties cheese that I thought I knew, but yeah, no. oh yeah, there's good shit out there, man. Anything from Trauma is is, <laughs> is good stuff, but Class in Newcom High, there's a bunch of shit I haven't seen. So, but Letterbox, like I said, I get I get no endorsement, but I love it. It's my newest fad thing, so. It's class of Newcomb High, uh, just a bunch of buff dudes talking about their balls of steel. No, it's a, a high school that is next to a power or a nuclear power plant, and they start fucking mutating and becoming abomination. It's from Trauma, so it's the same kind of shit as Toxic Avenger and Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. I think I like my idea better. That yeah, you would. So. <laughs> but hey, all right, dork, you bumped into me. <laughs> Shut up, dork, before I kick you in the balls. <laughs> Good luck. I've got balls of steel. I think you've stumbled upon a whole new genre of movie. <laughs> just just replace every character with Duke Nukem. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, I guess that's the show for the week. Uh, we'll I bring in... Fix the cable. <laughs> One touch put up on a cable. <laughs> 
But uh, we'll, we <laughs> the have... The plot is absurd. You know what happens next. He fixes the cable. <laughs> it's like Tommy Wise over half an episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Oh, Jesus. Don't touch me, motherfucker. If this wasn't enough ear rape for one week, we'll hopefully that, have V next on. week to rape In them ears. In my defense, um, you guys encouraged me to read horror movie quotes as Tommy Wiseau. No, that's true. We did. We did. I'm not doing them anymore because if you want to listen to them, go back to the episode so we can jack up those listens. <laughs> yeah. But I don't even remember which episode it was. Neither do I. have no fun. Well, maybe it's put in the description. I try to put a detailed description. So... All right. Well, uh, go watch WandaVision and uh, the hotel talk that we about the Cecil didn't pique your interest, then nothing probably will. <laughs> and uh, we'll hopefully have Big V back next week and for more WandaVision news and whatever else comes up through this week. So, for wonderful Zach Winters. Yeah. And for myself, because Big V's not here, I am Darkness and the asylum is closed.
Thank you.